Hey, Monica. Hey, Amanda. It's none of our business. 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 How's your week? Well, you know, it's it's been an interesting week. So and all I gotta tell you is I've been having weird ass dreams really tell me more okay so you know that my ex-husband died last summer yeah right so my ex-husband john died last summer of a heart attack and we had been together for 25 years married for 25 years and so but we have been apart for the last eight but during the time that we were apart he was consistently letting me know that I was still the one like he'd never found another relationship. He'd okay. never, he'd never moved on. And okay. he would let me know that a couple times a year. How? Well, he would call me and tell me. Oh, so he was picturing him outside your window with a radio. <laughs> no, like sometimes he would just call me and just say like, Oh, do you remember like when we did this oh. or when we did that? And like, you know, I still really love you. And, wow. and yeah, it was super, super hard. How was, did you deal with that? Especially when you were, cause you're with Greg now. Yeah. Well, I would just have to say, um, you know, like, um, we had a good life together, but you have to leave past in the past mm-hmm. and I've moved on and I wish you love and light and health. And I want so much for you. Like I would tell him because yeah. he was kind of a flake, yeah. right? So he were you worried about saying anything like "fuck off"? Yeah, yeah. Like over the edge. I felt like his mental health was trepidatious, right? Yeah. So I definitely, and I'm not the type of person to say "fuck you," anyways, because when somebody says that to you, my actually immediate response is like, I feel the pain of that. Yeah, right. Like it, it hurts me when he says that because yeah. I just and you had been with him so long, it's not like he was a stranger to you or no. your enemy. Like he was the father no. of your kids. And and you know when I left him my feeling was I ruined his life like this is my fault he's never gonna recover from this and he never did yeah right you fucked him up yeah yeah and and I know people (laughs) people would say well it's it's not my responsibility and it's true it's It's not not. my responsibility but it's hard not to feel like it is it is it it really is especially the type of person that I am so you fucked him up (laughs) (laughs) okay so John died last summer like I said and I have been dreaming about him daily oh what kind daily. of dreams like sex dreams <laughs> no and you know what I don't honestly think I've ever had a dream where I'm sexual with him because that wasn't I know that sounds strange because we were married for so long yeah. but we were not a sexual couple oh, at all like okay. he was not interested in having sex like that was one of the biggest reasons that we ended right. up splitting up because I really like it and <laughs> he really does it okay okay so every dream um, so I've been dreaming about him and sometimes the dreams are just, he's in the dream. But, um, so I recently moved out of my house, right? I recently moved. So I was dreaming, this was about three days ago. And I had a dream that I'm in the house with him and I'm in my room and it's empty. Like all my closet is empty except for say three or four dresses. Like it's bare. Like so your old house. The house that you just moved out of. Yeah, I'm dreaming it. And he's in the house with me and he's sitting in a chair and he's like, oh, it's so empty in here. And I said, well, that's because I've moved in with Greg. And he's like, you've moved in with Greg? Wow. And and he's like, and then he got really angry with me and he's like, 
fine. And he left. And that was my dream. And I keep waking up at these dreams going like, it's just so weird. And so then um, two days ago, I had this other dream. And the dream was I'm standing around with him. He's in my dream. And he's, so it, the dreams are weird, right? Yeah. So my daughter is the same age that she is now. My son is 11. Uh, my son's not 11. He's 20. But in yeah. my dream, okay. my son is 11. So yeah. he's, a, I got a little boy. I have a daughter and I have him. And we're married. Okay. And he says to me, so first of all, my daughter says to me, I'm moving to Vancouver. And I'm like, okay. And my, and then he says, fine, I'm moving to Florida. And <laughs> which he, is where you were just talking about. Yeah. So okay. that's, that's the weird part of it. So he says he's moving to Florida and I like wake up. Well, that day, my oh. current partner comes home and says, guess what? I just got a job. Sorry. I just got a job offer in Florida. So like the <laughs> whole thing just made me go, okay. And you know why? it bothered me so much like why it 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 really threw me over because when i left texada island to come to calgary i came up to him and i said i had this job offer in calgary and he says fine i'm moving to alberta and he did the same thing he said i'm moving to florida before i knew that this job offer existed weird so and i even like texted i was talking to my daughter about it like before greg came home and said i just got this job offer like i i said to i her, had this weird dream i had this weird dream yeah. da, da, da. and she's like oh fuck that's crazy and then when greg got home and told me that he got this job offer in florida i i like there's that feeling of this the foreboding is he in your head like are you being haunted by your husband that's what i'm wondering i think so the first dream i think can be explained by just feelings because you had just moved okay you have this empty house and you're probably because you and greg have been together eight years and you're finally just moving in together and i know you had a little bit of hesitation of like okay well now i don't have my own house anymore and you have to it's a totally justifiable feeling okay I think that you are probably having these feelings of like, holy shit, like exactly what he said to you. Like you moved in with Greg because you, you in the back of your mind are thinking that a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Totally justifiable yeah. feeling, especially with the empty house. I, and he was such a big part of your, I get that. Okay. The Florida prediction. That's weird. Like of all places. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I actually dreamt about him again last night. Oh. Yeah. And again, he was just. It was, it was a really strange dream. And dreams are really fucking boring. Like, who the hell wants to talk about dreams? And when somebody tells you, I had the craziest dream, you're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snoring. But for me, okay, so basically it was only like, I was like, I was standing around with a group of people and I'm like, do you see that ghost over there? And people are like, no. And I'm like, oh, well, it's John. Like, and, and he was like young John, like 18-year-old John. Weird. Yeah, and that was it. That was the dream. But I just remember like, he's just like lurking in the corners. So is it just my mind or do I need to see like a, I need to see like, who's that crazy lady on the TV with the long fingernails? The medium, the, uh, Long Island. Yeah, yeah, long, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think we can get her on the show? Well, we're a very famous show, so I assume that she <laughs> would be asking us. We're probably going to get her people are going to contact our people and sh- she'll be here next week. Because I need to figure this shit out. I think there's, uh, I think that. I think it's a great idea. You should get a psychic because it's very interesting and I'm curious yeah. what they have to say. But I bet what it is, is you just it's are just having... It's just my brain. You're having all of these thoughts of you're in this period of transition right now, right? Like you've sold your house. 
your kids moved so out. So you don't think that, you know, because... He's I, in your okay, mind. I've never been a believer in ghosts or yeah. anything. Like, never believed yeah. in that stuff. But I'm starting to think, like, what if, you know, what if he's around and I'm the only one being haunted? Maybe he is. I don't, I don't know. I think there's a, probably a bigger chance. <laughs> you're just thinking about him a lot because you're going through this transition period. And the last yeah. time you went through a big transition was when you left him. Oh, so you're, you're totally psychoanalyzing me here. But it's, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I don't it know. Could keep be us posted. Keep uh, our listeners want to okay, know. We're so going like, to know. I, I'm not going to bore you with all the dreams I have every week because, oh my God, that would be so fucking boring. <laughs> Let's make a podcast all about Monica's dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we would have so many viewers. <laughs> What do you guys think? Should we do a podcast all about Monica's dreams? God, no. God, no. And not unless they're all sexual. And then he came into the bedroom. How often do you have sex dreams? I used to have them a lot more. Yeah. I think, okay, so in my previous life when I was married to John, I wasn't getting sex. Yeah. And I would dream about sex yeah. every day. Did you ever like wake up like, I think I'm just coming? Yes. Like, yeah. That happened a lot. <laughs> So I could, then yeah. you wonder like what was I doing like I know for sure I've like noticed like grinding on my bed or something <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh my god what just happened and then you're like you know when you wake up and you're like not really sure what I'm like was that in my dream or like was I actually just coming yeah yeah and I I don't know like I think maybe yeah it's so weird like you almost need to like videotape yourself sleeping to see like what's happening <laughs> Yeah, but then, okay, so, like, not to get gross, but, like, I'm thinking, are you wet afterwards? Yeah. Are you, like, is yeah. your clitoris I, being stimulated? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what? If you touched it, would it be like, oh, my. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think no. Like, I think it's, like, a head orgasm. But yeah. it's, like, a... Which is interesting. Did you ever hear about that woman who married the ghost? Mm, it was, like, a ghost no. pirate. <laughs> okay. We gotta look this up. Okay. We should do... Okay. So, this woman married a ghost because she said it was the best sex of her life i think that's illegal i don't think you can marry ghosts oh she ended up divorcing him so it's like legit so that just shows <laughs> like marriages don't last ever and i went on this ghost tour recently actually where uh in englewood okay um we should talk about that we one we should days. do that we should okay Carry um on. so and she mentioned it actually the the woman who was hosting it and i was like oh yeah i'd never heard of that oh wait i saw it like on a tlc show or something so this okay. woman married a ghost because she was it was the best sex she's ever had so she was able to like lay in her bed and visualize this ghost having sex with her and she was able to like come so like you can definitely have orgasms by just like visualizing yeah. it Do yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like it's something that can be can be done yeah. so if you're dreaming about it, I don't know. Interesting. It's it's possible. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long time since I've had a orgasm. A dr no, a dream <laughs> orgasm. Yeah, me too. Actually, the, the real I don't thing really is have way sex better. Dreams that often. No, I think I think a sex dream is something that you get when you don't have enough sex. Oh, that's yeah. my thought. Fair, could be. Or, but sometimes if you're having a lot of sex, sex is on your mind more, and then you want well, it more. That's true. That's true. Especially if you get wrapped up in some kind of kinky fantasy that you want to do. <laughs> Did you ever do that? And then you like gets on your mind? No, I don't. I think I'm like pretty vanilla when it mm. comes to sex. I need to like, I'm, it's funny because I was talking to my neighbors and I'm always like, I'm very open and under, like, I want to learn about this kind of stuff. And I heard something about like prostate milking <laughs> the other day. And it's essentially just a way to like make a guy come a different way, but like finger in the butt, essentially. Have you tried it? No. No. Okay. But I was 
talking about it because I just found it interesting. Yeah. And now Sean is convinced that I'm like this kinky freak who like <laughs> wants to stick my finger in Karsten's ass. And I'm like, I like, I, I don't, it's not like something I'm like super into, but I'm also not against that kind of stuff. I think like, people no, do, you should do, you should do it all. A hundred percent. You should do it all. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> What is this podcast turning into? I don't know. Because it wasn't supposed to be sex with Monica and Amanda, but it, it could be. Absolutely could be. You can teach me some of your like, kinky things. Because like I'm very open. I just yeah. like often I'll like, I just don't, you know, like I'm like, whatever. I know how to come quickly this way. Well, that's and that's the thing is, especially in a long-term relationship. Yeah. I think that we all tend to go, well, I know it works. Yeah. So I'm just going to do this. But then when you're done, you're like, okay, well I came, but like wasn't like oh my god I gotta do it again because that's it's like that's the excitement when you first start having sex with somebody it's like so exciting and new and you're like I can't wait till the next time well, okay so for me Greg goes away a lot right so he goes away yeah and that is often when we get each other going so like because oh, he's away yeah do you I do like nudes and stuff yeah you so, saw you know I'll send him nudes <laughs> and I will I just start talking to him dirty. Yeah. Like if you were here, I yeah, would, yeah, yeah. I would do this and this. And then you just work yourself yeah. up so much. Yeah. And then when they, and then and, cause sometimes he's not home for two weeks. And then I honestly, like, like the first thing we do is like rip each other's clothes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And that is amazing. Yeah. You know, like that kind of sex is that, that, that. whole anticipatory yeah. sex. And you're just, <laughs> not I mean, you, the, should we have sex? We haven't. I don't, in like he's a like, week. I don't know. It's nine o'clock. Like honestly, and then it's like, and I'd be well, like, it'll take three minutes. Come on, let's uh, do it. 100%. That <laughs> happened the other day. I was like, I don't really want to. Can we just do it tomorrow? And he's like, it's gonna be worth it. And it was. Like, yeah. It was like a quickie, but we both got what we were looking for. Okay. Fucking here. shake hands and see you later. Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> when I have sex at night, I, I actually prefer morning sex. So, Me but too. When I have sex at night. I am wide awake after like, it's like something that like kicks my adrenaline yeah. in and I'm awake and he's like sex sleep. Right. Yeah. Which is something very typical for men. Why is that? I don't know. I, I really think that sex affects men and women differently. Yeah. Right. We, what chemical is released where we're just like, you're my partner now. Yes. We are together. Like, and I think <laughs> you're my mate. There's something biological there, yeah. right? Like, because as women, like we need to feel love yeah. towards this partner. So we don't stray. Like, is that what it is? And a guy's like, okay, yeah. man, just, yeah. you know, spill my inside. <laughs> seed inside. <laughs> Move my, on to the next one. My job is done. Yeah. You know? But I think that we feel like this whole like glow. That's why we stay awake because we're like planning our lives. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to have babies and then like, yes. I'll make him a caveman house. <laughs> <laughs> like what is that? And that starts so young. Like do you still have the desire to have babies? Like you've got two kids. No. So like I think that goes away. But I think that when you're young, like I did, I just couldn't like, that was like part of my fantasy. Like yeah. it's a separate fantasy. Like yeah. I just, oh, just want to have babies and, them and, yeah. them and yeah. And then you have a couple, I think you hit a certain age and all that shit goes away. Yeah. Like I think it's, it's part of your hormone hunger. Yeah. But are, I'm sure there's some women who are older, um, you know, in their forties or fifties and never had children and, that still, and still feel it. You don't think? No, I don't know. I think that your body goes, no. Like, don't you think it's well? I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to. You'd have to ask have somebody. To interview some people to see if you that know goes anybody away. in their forties or fifties or older without kids. 
let us know. Yeah, but they'd have to have, like, I want to talk to people who still have the desire. Like, that. Yeah. when you're young and you, like, say you find out you can't have kids and there's that devastation and yeah. wanting to try and this all-consuming yeah. passion about wanting to have kids. Like, I don't think you have it in your 40s and 50s anymore. I think it goes away. Do you have friends your age that... Because you're so old. <laughs> yeah. Don't have kids that we I, can have. I do. But uh, but I think that, that you also have this sort of self-realization like like you can't have babies at yeah. 50. So do you think maybe that's what it is? More like the logistical side kicks in of your brain? It would have to. Yeah. I mean, like what if I said, I just really want a penis. Like I can't <laughs> have one. You can't just grow it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works that way or people would. Would. People yeah. would do it. I I don't want one. You don't. You want seen one. those things? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I'm curious. I'm like, man, it'd be so nice to stand up to pee. But if you ever manage to do it, I want to see it. Do you know what those shiwi things are? That's when you. That's like a cup that you put. Yeah. On. So they're small. It's yeah. like a little cup like this, and you essentially stick it just like it sits over the whole vagina. Have, have you used one? No, but my friend has. Listen to this story. Okay. So she brought it camping. And I actually, I would rather pull my pants all the way down and just squat when I'm camping. Like, as much as I say I want to pee standing up, it's not that big of a deal to squat. No. I don't really care. No. no. So she would, she used it all weekend. And I don't know. I feel like it would be annoying. Like, you stick it kind of in, it cups it, and then there's a spout. And but, you, but where do you put it when you're done? Like, does it... Okay, so okay. this is the thing. She used it all weekend. She had it outside her trailer. It was sitting just on like a little table or like right there. Colton is two years old. The next morning, running around. Playing with it, wearing it as a hat. I look over at him. He's yeah. got it on his mouth. <laughs> it's like a funnel. And it fits perfectly over his little face. And I'm like, Colton, get that thing off. It was literally one of the funniest things that's happened that trip. But... Shiwis are, I don't get the appeal. No, I don't get it either. I feel like they would just make a mess. Like, I don't feel like there's, I would rather just squat. But maybe if you can't squat, but in what situation would you not be able to squat? Maybe you're, have bad squat muscles. You just did leg day. (laughs) Legs are really sore. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. Now that we've like gone over what's going on in my life, which is my crazy ass dreams. Yeah. You're going to have to keep us posted on that one. Yeah. But what's going on with you? Like what's going on in your life? Uh, Not much tonight. We're going to go to a jazz club. So I decided to age myself. We're going to go listen to some jazz. Okay. Do you like jazz? I don't know. <laughs> like last night we were like, okay, we're going to go to this jazz club. Let's listen to some jazz. And we were all giggling about how bad it was. And we're like, we can't do this. But the, the reason is it's middle of COVID. We haven't done anything since March. Like we yeah, haven't gone anywhere. I hear we haven't you. dressed up. We I haven't done you. anything. So Karsten was like, why don't we um, do something? go out for dinner? And then we were like, well, it's our neighbor's birthday. Let's invite them. They want to come too. And then we're like, well, we haven't dressed up and done, like, we could go to a pub. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. We want to do something different. But we also want to stay kind of down south near our house. We don't really feel like driving too far Mm -hmm. or whatever. We have Mm -hmm. all these. And they just opened up this new jazz club kind of near our house. So we're like, oh, let's check it out. It's one of those, like, pricey places, like, small portions, big built. Like, it's going to be an expensive night. Okay. But I'm kind of like. So, but there's live music. Is that right? So there's um live like piano players from five to seven and then at seven this like jazz player comes in and does his thing it should be really interesting and i think that you're going to be like like you said looking at people that are older that's the thing so aaron my neighbor who's going to come with us she 
talk to her mom and her mom had been there mm. and her mom was even like you know it's in a retirement community ah! right? so apparently <laughs> it's in this building that's also an old folks home apparently and so i'm like oh god like we can't go it's yeah. gonna be like us like doing shots like and a bunch of white haired people and it's just gonna be stupid so i was like we have to we should probably cancel our reservation yeah person's like who cares? Let's go for a drink. And if it sucks, we'll leave. Yeah. So I phoned them last night. And I like, was talking to the hostess and I was just like, um, can you take a look around and just let me know, like, is it like a younger or an older crowd? She's like, I don't know. It's kind of older. And I was like, what's the like, like how old was the hostess? That's the question. Too. She sounded like a teenager. Okay. So, and then I was like, um, what's the like median age? Like what's the age that you see when you're looking around? She's like thirties, mm, forties. I'm like, I can do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like it won't be that bad. Yeah, so we're yeah, going to yeah, go. Yeah. We'll see what it's it is. It's not like you're 18. No, that's the thing. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to be younger, but like we're in our mid thirties. Like yeah. we're kind of old too. I uh, mid thirties isn't old. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, did, did you ever have an age that you turned that you were like, okay, now I'm old. Or has it not happened? 40 yet? maybe. Was 40 an age where you were I like. I think most people it is, right? Like there's like going from 39 to yeah. 40. Like I think that that was, was a big deal. But I also think that my life kind of started around that. Isn't it funny? Like, yeah. I had a friend, a couple friends when we turned 30 that like they had moments. They were like, I don't want to be 30. And I was yeah. like. I kind of like being 30. Yeah. I was just having my kids. Like we were just starting our lives. Like things were going good. I felt 30 is great. It's way better than 20, but like, I'm going to be 35 soon. And something in 35, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like yeah, I'm already 35. Sure. Like, what have I achieved? You know? Like, yeah. And I think, I think that, and especially if you're 40 and that happens, like where's mm. my life going on? I'm feeling that now. So like I'm 50. <laughs> and so, and I think that 50 is a real crossover. Like it is, it's like 50 is ugh, like you're on the it's, other side. It's <laughs> gross. Like, yeah. But the thing is, it's like when you're younger and you yeah. think 50, holy shit. But like 50 yeah. isn't that old. Like you're still exercising. You're, you know what I mean? Like you're not like. I always thought that I wanted to be like when I looked at my parents. And so my dad has had a string of wives and, and some of them were like, and like he seemed to marry somebody new every few years. Oh. And there was like, yeah, I always thought like, well, there's an old 50 and there's a young 50, totally. you know, like, and I always thought to myself, like, I'm going to be the person yeah. who's not that I have grandkids, but I'm going to be out there doing adventures yeah. and I'm going to be, you know, hiking and I yeah. want to do all the things. Like, and I think that you let yourself get old. I absolutely agree. And it's like ha having interests and keeping yourself active and stuff. I think being active and even like, teaching your kids young how important being oh my active god is. like we work out in the basement all the time and the kids are down here with us like they know that exercise or like even if it's like hey mommy and daddy are going downstairs to work out like they know yeah. that it's like not a one-time thing like we're people who work out like yeah. exercise is important colton now knows he's like oh i gotta get my steps in we got him this watch that wow. counts steps and like a kid needs that but it's like yeah. just get that in his brain or he's like being too hyper i'm like go outside and run 10 laps around it's, the backyard it's and huge I, because i don't know if i was really encouraged to be active as a child yeah and you know i think it's very important and that's going to help with the longevity of being a young 50 right if you're just yeah. like an active yeah person. yeah so my kids were little like basically we lived outside 
And my thought was my kids need to be outside and doing stuff as much as possible. And I was more like a hiker, the biker, the, the swimmer, you know what I mean? And my kids now, like in their early twenties, love to be outside. Like they love hiking. They love cycling. They love all the things that I made them do when they were were young. Like I remember I used to bribe my son and I'd be like, I'll give you an ice cream at the park if you ride your bike with me. And, And it was like a five kilometer ride yeah, yeah. you know it's and it's so good to do that and even though he was like oh i'll just do it for the ice cream yeah. like eventually You're they get instilling those habits. they get stronger and they learn to love the outdoors yeah. because i know kids that um all they do is they spend all their time inside and they never think about oh i want to go camping i want to go outside i want to do shit yeah it's just not in their you know it's like oh my god there's a bug well, there, that goes to a whole yeah. different conversation is the kids these days being inside all the time. Like when yeah. you look around, nobody's outside. Exactly. Yeah. And there's so many different reasons to that. Like that whole helicopter parenting side of things is a huge part of it because a lot of us parents would probably be like, go, go outside. But it's like, what will the other parents think if my kid's just roaming the neighborhood? But actually, yes, truth, truth. Carson and I had a big talk on the helicopter parenting thing recently. And yeah. now um, our neighbor is nine and she and Colton go to the park by themselves now. We, they wear a watch. We tell them you be home by whatever time and have at yeah, But when you were nine, you didn't have to wear a watch and bring a no. cell phone in. You but just went. But it's because went. of Colton being only six. And when you were six, weren't you just going outside? Um, yeah. Yeah. But did I go to the, uh, yeah. Yeah, did. you did. I think I hopped on a bus. Like in grade two, I was taking a bus, a city yeah. bus. Uh, you know, you're and, right. And I know that I also probably wouldn't feel comfortable with my kids taking a city bus when they were seven years old. Yeah. But is it just that we weren't aware of the dangers or we're just so hyper aware we're now? We're hyper aware now because of social media. Like, and it's like that nothing's bad as ever going to happen to my child. So I will keep them on lockdown, which yeah. is like crazy. Yeah. Like you're not letting your, I'm not telling you how to raise yeah. your kids. Cause I know that you're not like that, but yeah. you're not teaching them to figure shit out for themselves. Like I what happens seen. when they fall down and there isn't somebody to kiss the boo-boo. They I need know. to just get up. Okay. So I was on the internet the other day and I read this thing and I just wanted to share it with you. And I just want to think, what did, what did you think about it? Cause okay. I, I had a total, what the fuck. Okay. 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 So I want to know what you think so i'm by no means perfect but does it make me a bad person to totally dislike my stepkids every day i get a message from my 16 year old stepdaughter telling me to kill myself and i need to be dead what the fuck (laughs) okay i'm not done my 19 year old stepdaughter talks trash about me to everyone i know and even abused my younger son I've had my clothes ripped up or stolen. My glasses were broken on purpose. My oldest stepsons are 25 and 26. Talk trash about me. And the 26-year-old actually pinned me to the wall by my throat, saying the devil made him do it. I'm at loss, and my husband says to just delete the messages. What? Then when when I mention them, he says, let me guess. You can't prove it. Well, I didn't delete them and saved every one of them. Now, yesterday I was at work and I worked for the city outside and the 19-year-old and the 25-year-old drove by me and threw a rock at me, hitting me in the back while screaming obscenities. I feel bad for hating them so much, but not sure how much further this should be allowed to go. No one but my family is on my side. What should I do? What the fuck? Yeah, like... like okay, I kind of think that's made up because how is that real first of all what kind of 
husband would be okay with that happening. Like what is she, they're fucking obviously all mentally ill. Like there's well, no they way have to be right. There's no way in any real world with like people that have brains at work. Any of this is okay. Like pinning yeah. somebody up against the wall by their throat. That is like full on assault. Like, like why is this woman thinking that she should be living in that house? Why is this woman going to the internet? Like, would you find this on a Facebook group? Yeah. She's going to the Facebook world to yeah. get a solution where she should be, Talking to her husband and being like, okay, this isn't okay. I don't, I think it's gone beyond that. Like if you're living with stepchildren that hate you, the only solution you have is to leave. And her question is, I feel bad that I hate my stepkids. Like what? <laughs> There's a difference between your stepkids don't like you. Yeah. And what that is. And they're actively trying to kill you. Like literally <laughs> driving and throwing rocks at your back. Like I feel like this is bullshit. Like there's no fucking way. Like did. Okay. So when you read this, yeah. were there comments underneath? Like yeah. what, what were people saying? Well, I don't remember. I mean, like, I, I looked at it, but it was probably all, well, you should leave. It should be like, are you full of shit? <laughs> like people are fucked up. This is the thing about the internet. I guess for like, sure. You but okay, how much and of it's I think real. I think that you're just thinking about your own perspective. Like you're thinking that you would never, you would never let something like that happen. Like it is a totally what the fuck for you because I <laughs> I wouldn't allow someone to treat me like that not for ten seconds. But I also wouldn't allow that to happen in my house. Like if that like delete the messages what like that's your advice like pretend it didn't happen yeah wife i'm sorry that my son pushed you up against the wall by your neck and my other kids threw rocks at your back like uh, delete it pretend it didn't happen like that is the most insane thing i've ever heard can you imagine greg like you have stepkids sort yeah. of like yeah you know greg yeah, yeah, has I do. Kids. yeah are they stepkids do you call them your i don't call i think all them greg's kids <laughs> do they call you like mom and cuddle no you no <laughs> so but... they hate you <laughs> <laughs> no they don't hate me <laughs> No, because look at me. I mean, I'm amazing. But like, can you imagine, let's say something like that was happening. Like yeah. even just blatant disrespect of like not respecting you or like ripping your clothes up. Like, what is this? Like Greg would be like, okay, son, enough. Like you need to respect my wife. Right? Yeah. But even, I think that there needs to be solidarity in the house. So if I'm living in a home with my kids and they hate my partner, the partner's got to go. Like it yeah. is like you are crossing a line. Like when you walk into somebody else's home, Fair. you are the interloper and they have told you this is war. Like your only choice is to leave. Like, I don't really give a fuck what the husband says. You need to go. Like yeah. you are the person that one of these things just don't belong here. And that is you. That's true. Like maybe the kids are seeing that craziness in her. It doesn't matter. Like the just... whole point is like the kids are doing something to let her know she's not welcome. And <laughs> I'm not saying that it's good. I'm just saying that she has to go. Like, she needs to read the room and get the book yes, out. She, <laughs> yes. Nanda, like, uh, read the fucking room, lady. Nobody <laughs> likes you. That is, that's it. I'm going to go back on that Facebook group and post that. Just say read the read room. The room. <laughs> for, I, that's a very valid point. It's like, she's. Yeah. Like, there's no way there's not mental illness there. Like, if this is legit... Okay, who? Who's got the mental illness? Her. her. 100% her. Because she's putting up with this bullshit? And then she says, I just... I feel bad that they don't... Or that I don't really like them. Who would like somebody who does yeah. that to them? Like, are you fucking retarded? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to meet this person in real life. I need to... I don't know. Well, there's it? this... There's this idea in step 
parent land that you're supposed to just love the children like you love your own, which is total bullshit. You don't. Yeah. Like you, it's impossible to love somebody else's children the way you do. Like I don't care. Huh. I don't care. I you, think I think that there are exceptions to that rule. Maybe if they're babies when you yeah. when you come into yeah. a family. Like you're thinking of like a teenage kind of situation, but yeah. even like a six year old, an eight year old, I can mm. see I can see how that kid would imprint themselves on you because i love my friends kids like not as much as my own but yeah. like enough that like i would like you know take care of them in sure. the same you know what i mean yeah. and if that kid is in yeah. your home and you're raising them and you're feeding it and they're you're reading them bedtime stories you're gonna bond with that kid like it'll happen if it's a teenager you're likely not reading them a bedtime story and helping them brush their teeth so like you don't have that same connection you're, you're, you may not be talking to them at all yeah which is usually what happens with teenagers like uh moved in with greg yeah. and his son was probably 11 when we met something mm-hmm. like 12 and uh, like we're not like we don't hate each other yeah. we just sort of like, like hey how's it going you know, would you like some dinner? Yeah. But we don't have like in-depth conversations. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not his mom. Yeah. And, I, and mm. I, I, it does depend if that child has another parent. Like if you're a step parent yeah. who is replaced, like, you know, there is no other mom yeah. or, you know, mom's estranged or, you know, you spend the majority of the time with dad and stepmom. Like it's going to be a different situation than like what your situation was. Yeah. You and Greg lived apart the majority of your relationship. So yep. yes, you saw the step kids in social settings, yep. and, you know, but it's not like you guys were like spending Parenting. a Tuesday night together doing the dinner homework routine. Do you no. know what I mean? Like no, that's no, no. what, that's going to be different. I would never do the, like, I would always say You're like, like, fuck you. I got my yeah, own kids. Exactly. <laughs> really? Honestly. Yeah. That would be my attitude. Like I got my kids. You got your kids. Well, that's I'll says, parent mine. You parent yours. Well, that says something about the, the <laughs> relationship that you have in the, it does. I like guess. whether the way that you wanted to join your families and in your case, not join your family, not join them. Right. Yeah. So that just says something about the type of relationship yeah. that you decided to have with Greg. Right? I don't think it's possible to join a family with older kids. It's not Fair. possible because what about if- the Brady bunch? Oh wait, is that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can, we can't, we can't talk about TV families <laughs> because if you have kids and they say, for instance, like Greg's idea of parenting is much different than mine. Yeah. Right. And so, and not that even if it was exactly the same, there would be the, who the hell do you think you are trying to parent me mm-hmm. on? Like, yeah, always. I, I agree with yeah. what you're saying for sure. And I don't really know if I'm allowed to have a, like an opinion on this. Cause I'm like so far outside of this world. Yeah. But I think depending on the relationship that you end up having with your husband or your partner and yeah. their kids, like, I think it can be done where you're like also a backup. Like, it's not like you're parenting whatever supersede his he's their parent yeah but depending on your your situation it could be like well monica said you can't go out with your friends tonight and oh, be, you, know. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i think it could like in your situation it wouldn't no. but i think depending on the family structure it could it could be like a a parent that gets along and does do some of the parents okay doesn't want you to put yourself in that situation for like a few minutes so you're 12 or 13 yeah. whatever age you want to be and yeah. i'm now your new mom yeah <laughs> okay i'm i'm your new mom and i say to you amanda you're not allowed out because you didn't do your homework are you not immediately resentful a hundred percent but yeah. i would be resentful for my dad saying that no too. not as much fair fair yeah and, and I, I do see what you're saying yeah. i think i'm just trying to play the other side you're, right play, now. you're trying to play the devil's advocate but i would love to I know do, i agree with what you're saying yeah i just think there could be exceptions to the rule would is this whole thing 
the story that you read is insane. It is insane. It's a completely insane thing. But it could be true. It could be. Why would somebody just make that up? These like, people probably live in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and they got alligators in their backyard. Like it's they got bigger problems. If that's actually true, like yeah. I need to know the rest of this person's life. Like I have so many questions. <laughs> we should, we because sh- I can find it and we can like message them. We need to know like, did Let's you leave? Get her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would we really want her on the podcast? Can- yes. She would be insane. That's why you want people on your podcast. That's why I have you on the podcast. (laughs) Because I'm just going to say any random shit that comes into my brain. Talking to insane people is so good. You don't get joy from that? Well, it depends because sometimes they're like crazy and they start tweaking out and then they don't make any sense. And then it's no fun anymore. Yeah, that's true. Then you're just trying to like rein them in. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, remember what we were talking about? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then they start rocking back and forth. I'm going to start doing that any minute now too, right? Like, my man is making me crazy. She's making me nervous. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely a what the fuck. That was a what the fuck. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the None of Our Business podcast with Monica and Amanda. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Even your Alexa will play us if you if you ask her to. <laughs> Alexa, play None of Our Business podcast. She'll fucking do it, too. Tune in. We'll show you our boobs. Yeah. If you subscribe, the first hundred subscribers will get to see our boobs. It's none of our business. 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 It's none of our business.